all know a guy who only occasionally shaves for big occasions, and it's because that occasional shave really hurts. It's the time of year for big occasions, and yet there he is, suffering with that cheap drugstore razor. Let's help him out. Henson Shaving's line of razors, built with aerospace precision, deliver a smooth shave your dad, brother, and even son can enjoy, eventually. With replacement blades just 10 cents each, you'll buy it once, and they'll use it for life. How's that for the perfect gift? Celebrate with 100 free blades on your first purchase, and no subscription headaches. HensonShaving.com slash holiday. Oh, come on now. You know you deserve it. A steak patty on any McDonald's breakfast sandwich. I mean any breakfast sandwich. Biscuit, McMuffin, Bagel, McGriddles, a juicy steak patty on any breakfast sandwich. And when you order through the app, buy one and get one free. Now go get them. Valid for product of equal or lesser value. Limited time only at participating McDonald's. Valid one time per day. Excludes one, two, three dollar menu. Hour of prayer. We are now live everywhere on all of our digital platforms, both the Bishop Foreman and the Harvest Church YouTube and the Bishop Foreman and the Harvest Church Facebook and the Bishop Foreman and the Harvest Search Instagram pages. Y'all come on in, like the video, tell me where you are watching from and share prayer tonight. Prayer is going to be powerful as it always is. As you can see, uh, I'm traveling. I am not uh, in Denver tonight. I uh, was working today on uh, my first appearance on a uh, a holy hip hop record, right? Uh, all things new. And so it was amazing. So come on in. What's going on, Tampa? What's going on? Come on in, guys. Let me know where you're watching from. Like this video, uh, LWS, like the video, tell me where you're watching from and share this video tonight. Again, as we move uh, in prayer, it is going to be powerful. I hope your expectation is high. I hope uh, you are expecting to see God do some amazing things tonight. Come on in, like the video, tell me where you're watching from and share this video tonight as we um, get ready to move forward in prayer in a great way. I'm seeing where it is telling me we've got a network uh, issue on Facebook, saying we have a little bit of a network issue on Facebook and our YouTube pages. And so we're going to give that a moment to see, and then I may have to start fresh on there and we'll keep it moving on Instagram, but I want to make sure everybody is able to be with us and connect with us tonight, right? Birthday and yes, this month, October is a whole thing, right? So Sunday is my birthday. I'll be 22. And and, uh, and then in addition to that, uh, I will also be, if I could get you all a check for me, make sure we are good on YouTube and make sure that we are good on all of our other, um, uh, all of our social channels, make sure that we're good. Y'all just check for me and make sure that we're good over there. So that we can make sure of that. But um, so and then the 16th Friday is my um, Friday is the anniversary of Bishop Kevin Foreman Day in the city and county of Denver. G- uh, Mayor John Hickenlooper, who then became the governor, who, today then, on, who uh, then became the governor, who then became the um, uh, he became governor. And then he also became um, now he's running for Senate. He gave me a holiday originally in Denver and then they did it also in the city of Aurora. And so it was such a blessing uh, to, to receive such a great honor. And, uh, and I was certainly blessed uh, by that and blessed to receive that uh, as many people don't necessarily receive that. And so that was such a blessing, right? So we give God the glory for that. Come on in, like the video, tell me where you're watching from and share this bad boy tonight. One of the things I uh, hate about um, traveling um, whenever it is a Monday night and prayer, sometimes the signals in the different areas that you're at, sometimes the signals aren't strong. Sometimes the signals aren't what you need them to be, but it looks like we are good everywhere. So uh, good. Come on in guys. Like the video. Tell me where you want you from. Share. Let me tell you. Facebook is good. Good. Facebook. Am I good on YouTube? Y'all let me know. My best work ever. Come on. There it is. Yes, sir. Okay. Come on here. All right. Come on. Pastor Dale Lewis. It's awesome. Uh, so listen, um, as you are coming in tonight, one of the things I'm so excited, I am, I've been fired up about prayer all day long. And let me tell you why I've been fired up about prayer. Thank you guys for checking on for me. And I can see myself too. I can see it. I can see that it's good. Uh, it's just sometimes um, the uh, the little signal deal gives me a different a different message. But let me say this. Uh, one of the things that um, I'm excited about prayer tonight is because yesterday's message, if you miss yesterday's message, oh my goodness, you have got to do yourself a favor and you have got to go watch uh, watch that thing. That thing was absolutely powerful. Uh, it was called Jesus Never Said That. Jesus Never Said That. And in that message, I began to show you three things. Um, so somebody saying YouTube is having technical support. Technical support's not an issue. Is YouTube good or not? I just need a yes or no. Um, I see that it looks good over here. Everything looks good on my end. There we go. So it looks like everything is fine. Um, so in that... 
um, uh, in the message, I talk about three things that Jesus never said. And so uh, as we move in prayer tonight, uh, the last thing really began to sit with me, particularly at that 1115 experience, because many times we are overwhelmed and we feel um, we feel, you know, essentially bombarded because we haven't started. And so that thing really began to sit with me. Um, and so I'm excited about prayer tonight. Again, also, guys, I need you tonight. If you haven't shared this, I need you to share this. Let me tell you why. I need you to share this because we are three decisions away from crossing the 400 threshold this year. Can we give God glory that we're only three decisions away, three decisions away from people giving their lives to the Lord. And then we'll cross the 400 threshold for the year. And then after that, we got a lot of ground to cover uh, in the last three months of this year to see more people come to the Lord. Can we celebrate that on every platform? Come on, Periscope, celebrate. Facebook, celebrate. YouTube, celebrate. Thank you, guys. Um, Facebook, celebrate. And thank you, Priscilla. Thank you. And thank you guys for checking for me. I appreciate you. We are only three decisions away and to God be the glory for that from 404 of the year, just three. So tonight I need you to share because we need to see three, at least three people come to the Lord tonight so we can cross that line. All right. Come on. Let's cover that in prayer. Father. In Jesus' name tonight, we cover, Father, um, the three decisions that need to be made tonight to cross that 400 threshold. God, you said that you wish uh, that all would be saved. It's your will that all people come into the knowledge of Jesus. And so tonight, God, we give you glory in advance, believing you that at least three, come on, at least three people are going to give their lives to you tonight. And for that, we give you glory in the name of Jesus. And Father, we believe that you're going to draw from the north, the south, the east, and the west, and that you are going to draw those lives to you. We have expectation and anticipation of how you are going to move tonight in the name of Jesus. We rebuke every distraction. We rebuke pride. We rebuke arrogance. We rebuke anything that would keep them from coming to you tonight. And we know that you are the God that saves to the uttermost. That means tonight. Can I get a few of you to type that on every platform tonight, 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 that tonight we're going to see you do it and you're going to be glorified in Jesus name. Everybody say amen. So I need you to share guys, so we can go ahead and cross that um, 400 threshold. Decisions for the year. Bishop Former, why do you all count the number? Because that's somebody's life. That's a mother. That's a brother. That's a sister. That's an uncle. That's a cousin. That is somebody's life. And that life matters to us. It matters to me. The Bible says he who wins souls is wise. And so I want to be regarded as a wise man. And so in doing that, we want to win souls. All right. That also means to win souls, you got to be wise. And so tonight we're going to believe that God's going to do it. All right. So we've joined our faith together. As we move in prayer tonight, um, I want you, I'm going to do prayer a little different tonight than I normally do uh, a prayer um, as we move in this thing tonight. Um, I want to just give a couple of quick announcements and then and then I want to do this a little differently. Uh, number one, if it's your very first time on prayer on any platform, we want to greet you. So if it's your first time, would you do me a favor? Just do the hand wave emoji. Just say my first time. We just want to shoot some love your way and let you know no matter what platform you're on that we're glad you're with us. Let me also not forget to welcome our Uncommon Gospel Radio Network family. We are glad you all are with us. And of course, everybody that's on the Harvest channel um, that's there through our website. We are so glad that you are with us. So if it's your first time uh, or you um, or you are, um, well, if it's your first time, just let us know. The head wave emoji says my first time. We're glad that you are with us tonight. All right. In addition to that, let me talk about Atlanta. So um, the governor of Georgia, he extended the order into at least the 15th. I see some hands. Y'all shoot them some love um, until the 15th. So after the 15th of this month, which is two or three days away from now. So on what, Thursday, we'll know what steps we're able to take. I really pray we're able to move to the pre-launch stage of our Atlanta campus. What does that mean? It means I'll be able to go into the area and begin to have uh, worship experiences there, worship in the word and begin to build our launch team in the area. Our launch team has been growing every day. Do y'all hear me? Every single day. Can we give God glory? And in fact, if you are part, if you are from Atlanta, can you just do hashtag ATL or say Atlanta? We're just so grateful. Uh, harvest began in Denver. And uh, we're excited to expand into the Atlanta area. So if you're from Atlanta, in Atlanta, just do hashtag ATL or Atlanta. Just let us know. But we're excited about that. We're three days away and we, I'm, I'm praying that we can move to that stage. Can we cover that in prayer as well as a swift end to the coronavirus outbreak? We pray for a swift end for that. So we're going to cover that. Father, in Jesus' name, we pray for a swift end to the coronavirus outbreak across this nation and around this world. 
Your word says, Father, that life and death are in the power of our tongue. So, Father, therefore, we use our words to change the world. And we speak an end, a swift end to this coronavirus outbreak. We pray for a decrease in hospitalization. We pray for a decrease in the death rate. We pray for a decrease in the positivity rate of those that are tested for coronavirus right now. And it's in the name of Jesus that we pray. Everybody say with me, amen. Now, in addition to that, um, with Atlanta, if, you, if you're in Atlanta, you got family in Atlanta, I need you to text these words. Can I get a few to type this on every platform? H-C-A-T-L for Harvard Search Atlanta. H-C-A-T-L to 59769. You can find out more. Um, you can find out more about the location there. There's some press that we've done on there. In fact, I'll be in Atlanta next Monday. So prayer next Monday is scheduled to be next Monday, Tuesday. Prayer will be from Atlanta. Guys, I'm doing a photo shoot for a magazine um, that um, they're talking about how I got my body. So I'm going to be talking about how I lost 95 pounds. So to God be the glory for that. So that means I ain't eat nothing for the rest of the, <laughs> for the rest of the week, right? Um, for those of you that are on any type of a fitness journey, let me be an encouragement to you. Go look at my before pictures and after pictures. I lost 95 pounds, all natural, no surgery, no peels, nothing like that. Not knocking anybody that does that. I just did it all natural. And so they're doing a photo shoot of how I got my body. And so um, and I'm excited about that. So that's scheduled for the begin uh, for the first part of next week. So that could change. Schedules change real quite quick these days. We'll, we'll, we'll look at that. So to God be the glory for that. All right. We want to pray um, for that. So if you're in Atlanta, text ATL to 59769. Someone said, I've been a fast all month. Listen, I just got to, I'm good. I just, you know, wanted to be extra tight. Plackety plow, plackety plow, plackety plow. <laughs> all right. So we're going to pray for Harvest Church Atlanta. And while we're doing it, let's also pray for our Royal Campus. Also, amazing things are happening. We're in a gradual reopening. We are beginning to now run out of space in the auditorium where we have to now have people into the overflow areas um, so that we can maintain all of the rules and what have you. So to God be the glory for that. Right. Um, it's gradual. We've been going real slow just to get people back used to it. So we're going to pray for Atlanta and Aurora. Let's pray. Father, in Jesus name, we cover our Atlanta campus. God, we are excited about what you called us to do. We speak life to those that have already connected and said they want to be a part of the launch team. Father, we speak life to them. Zoe, that means they have so much life, they come back to life. Father, until we can be there physically, we pray that they would stay connected digitally across every digital medium that is made available. Father, we pray that like the messages that I received today, where there's a connection, a strong connection that's even being built. I pray it be built digitally. I pray. That as they've identified Harvest as the church they want to help build and me as the pastor that they believe they are called to, I pray, God, that you would solidify that relationship even digitally. Come on, y'all, let's pray that even digitally that connection would grow strong, that even digitally they would feel like they are in my vicinity. They're in the vicinity of other harvesters. In the name of Jesus, I pray that they feel just as connected as if they were here physically or in Denver physically or the campus was there in Atlanta physically. In the name of Jesus, Father, I pray that we would continue to see exponential growth. Come on, exponential growth. And our launch team there in the Atlanta area. And we thank you for it. We give you glory. We thank you for favor. In our facility negotiations, we thank you for favor as we are staffing. We thank you for favor for the dream team. We thank you for favor and everything that we do. We pray that the right people will be in the right seats there for the Atlanta location. And we continue to pray for our Aurora location in the Denver area. Father, we speak life. Father, we thank you that as we're in this new territory, God, when the pandemic started, we did not stop. Come on. We did not stop. Can I get you to just release that? We didn't stop. Type that on the screen. We didn't stop. We did not stop. We kept feeding people. We kept clothing people. We kept giving to missions. We kept giving toys. We kept doing what we do, and we're still doing it. But we didn't miss one week. We didn't miss one day. We didn't miss one Sunday. We didn't miss one worship experience. We didn't miss one prayer. We did not stop because you have called us to do a great work. And like you told Nehemiah, we cannot come down. We cannot come down. We did it. We cannot give up. We cannot throw in the towel. I cover my dream team now in the Atlanta, or the Atlanta area and the Aurora area. I speak fortitude to them. I rebuke things that would try to get break their consistency. I rebuke things that would get them off their square. In the name of Jesus, Father, I pray that they would continue to get instructions so that they don't get into self-destruction. In the name of Jesus, I pray that they would serve accordingly. I pray that they would serve accordingly and that everything we do, we would do with excellence. You said in Jeremiah, 
Cursed be the man that is slack in his service to the Lord. Father, we will not be slack in our service to you, but we declare that it is going to continue to increase. I cover the dream team under the blood of Jesus Christ now. Every leader, every servant leader, every staff member, the staff members, we're getting ready to onboard as we move into the next phase of the growth of our church. Father, we thank you for it now in the name of Jesus. And we pray that we would accomplish more. Come on, everybody type more on every platform. We'd accomplish more between now and the end of this calendar year than we have for the first 14 years. Come on, God. And we'd accomplish more between October 12th, 2020 and December 31st, 2020 than we have since May 20th, 2006 until October 11th, 2020. In the name of Jesus, we pray, get the glory out of everything we do. We pray for everybody connected to Harvest Bible College, everybody connected to Harvest Leadership Network, everybody connected to the Harvest Foundation, and we declare favor for them. We pray that what we do for you, God, we would do with excellence. What we do for you, we would do with efficiency. And we give you glory for it now. In Jesus' name, come on, everybody say amen. So the Lord told me yesterday, he said, make sure that you cover. I always pray for my dream team and those that serve. But he said to make sure specifically um, that we covered our dream team tonight. Can we just, can you just release a praise, a digital praise? Give some computer love. <laughs> give some computer love. For those that serve, that make harvest happen, can you just clap and can we celebrate our dream team? The people that work the cameras, the people that stand at the door, the people that have communion on the seats, the people that uh, uh, make sure the building is prepared and sanitized so that we can stay corona free. All of those things. Can we just celebrate those that serve the digital ambassadors uh, that are serving online? The people that are chatting with you when you're watching online, those people that are chatting with you, they're serving um, uh, many of them. And so to God be the glory for that. The people that take the pictures after church uh, uh, that do all of that. The people that sing uh, every aspect, the people that serve me to make sure um, that I've got what I need to make it happen. And we pray, uh, we cover and we celebrate our dream team. So if you're a dream teamer, we just want to let you know we celebrate you because harvest is more than one man. It takes a team to make it happen. All right. So we thank God for that. Let's move forward uh, in prayer tonight. Um, the, the only other thing I want to do before I go deep into prayer is this. I talked about Atlanta. If you do not have our app, I need you to get our app. So guys, I mentioned this several months ago and we waited on it just because the, in the midst of the pandemic, there's a lot going on already. So we waited on it. We're going to be changing our text group real soon. Now, to God be the glory, this past week, Instagram and Facebook gave me that blue check, that blue check, that verification check, um, because we just had all these spam pages and things. And so we wanted to get that done. And so um, they said, OK, you know, uh, so we made it happen. So thank God for that. Right. They gave me that blue check, the verified check. All right. Now, uh, in all of that, um, one of the things that happens with social media is on social media, ultimately, the social network controls, um, you know, all of your content, all of your information. They can shut it down when they want to shut it down. They can mute it when they want to mute it. They can do any of that. And so one of the things that I'm really going to be pushing everybody to get connected to it. In fact, we have, um, uh, um, I think the total cumulative numbers is, is in the thousands of people who are connected to our text group. And so we are going to be pushing that much more. And we're going to be giving some new, we're going to be, uh, <laughs> we're going to be new for <laughs> 31 instead of 30, right? Uh, we're going to be pushing that soon. And we're going to have a brand new text network. That's going to be much more interactive. So we're going to be using text a lot more than we have used it before. In addition to our app. So if you um, so it's going to be changing after this. I just want you to know that. Um, but if you haven't gotten our app and you're not part of our text group, I need you to do that. In fact, I would ask that you would do this. If you need to hop off a prayer to do it, go and hop off. I'll do some other quick announcements before we really go in. I need you to text Harvest to five, nine, seven, six, nine. Get our app. Get our free app. Every message is in there. Our podcast is in there. Messages on Facebook are in there. Messages on YouTube are in there. Uh, all of that. You can connect with me if you're on LinkedIn. There's so many different things that we have that are right there in our app. So can I get you to text Harvest to 59769 uh, so we can do that? Yes. Thank God for the blue check. We appreciate that. Um, it just makes it easier to distinguish between the spam pages because people were creating fake pages and they were going in people's DM talking about, oh, brethren, I don't even talk like that. And I'm like, if you're going to be a scam at least scam, right? You know what I'm saying? Because uh, ain't no ain't, ain't, ain't no words of mine going to start with brethren. Uh, and so it's going to be good. Did you already talk about your upcoming album? Actually, Pastor, are you on here? I saw you on here. 
Um, so it's not my project, it's his project. I was on the project, uh, and so that was awesome. Um, but, but they were talking about brethren, um, you know, please, uh, you know, the Lord does say unto you, call me on WhatsApp. I don't, I don't even know what a WhatsApp is. Uh, I'm, I'm, I say what's up. I don't say WhatsApp. <laughs> what do you text? You're going to text Harvest. Can I get a few of you to put that on every platform? Text Harvest to 59769. Text the word Harvest to 59769. Talking about, oh, brethren, oh, dear. I don't call people dear. Um, um, doe, a deer, a female deer, like whatever the rest. I, listen, I don't talk like that. So, um, you know, like if you're going to scam, scam right. Ooh, right, God gets to do. Like say something I would say. Um, so anyway, just know I don't ever get in people's DMs. I don't have a GoFundMe page. I don't do nothing like that. All right. So uh, make sure you get our app. Make sure you connect to our text group. Make sure you connect to our text group. Text Harvest, H-A-R-V-E-S-T, to 59769. Okay. Right, I think I got all of my announcements out of the way. I am ready to pray. I am ready to pray. Are y'all ready to pray? I am so ready to pray. So um, one of the things is I pray about what we're going to pray about. And so for the next 40 minutes, um, I need you to like get ready. I need you to lock in. So if you need to turn your TV off, turn your TV off. If you're driving, pull over for 40 minutes, you'll be all right because I need you to lock in for these next 40 minutes. What do we do? For every Monday night, we gather together for one hour to pray. Seven o'clock Mountain, eight o'clock Central, nine o'clock Eastern. Six o'clock Pacific time in Canada. I know some of my Canada folks, it's what, 10 o'clock there um, or 11 o'clock, something like that. But we gather together to pray. Why do we call it command your week prayer, Bishop? We call it command your week prayer for this reason. Because uh, the scripture says, amongst other places, it says in Job, have you commanded the day and caused the dawn to know its place? Now, there's a principle there. Job was complaining about what was going on in his life. And God says, Job, you're complaining about what you have the power to change. I need you to type this on the screen. I have the power to change it. Prayer gives us the power to change anything that's going on that we don't like. Because we get to appeal to the Lord. I get to go around you and I get to go above you. I get to go around you and I get to go above you. So, guys, when we pray on every form of social media and on everybody that gets the podcast and the replay, we literally get to go above and around people. I need you to stop letting people get under your skin and just say, I'm going to pray about you. I need you to stop letting people mess with you. Stop letting situations mess with you and say, I'm going to pray about you. There are certain things you are never going to have to cuss at because you can change with prayer. There are certain things you are never going to have to fight with because you can change in prayer. And so tonight uh, we're going to start and we're going to move. I need you to lock in for the next now 39 minutes because we are going in tonight. You ready? Let's go. Father, in Jesus name, we give you glory tonight. We give you honor. And we give you praise. Father, we thank you for this privilege that we have to pray. And when we pray, we have the power and the ability to change things. We are not just speaking blank words into the atmosphere. Your word says in John 6 and 63 that when we pray, that our words are spirit and they bring light. That means when we open our mouths, we are releasing something into the atmosphere that gives us the power to change everything around us, that gives us the ability to go around people and go above people. That means people do not have the final say, but you got you have the final say. So tonight, God, we ask for forgiveness for all of our sin. That's all the mistakes that we made. Father, forgive us for not looking both ways before we cross the street. That is not checking out both scenarios before we made decisions. Forgive us, God for doing things our own way and our own power with our own desire from our own will and our own origin. But in Jesus name, Father, we declare that you are our source. You are our God. That means you are who we call upon. You are who we invoke. You're the God we appeal to. You are our God. That means you are the God we libate to, we pour out to. You are our source. That means you are the source of our information. You are our origin. You are what we spring from. from, God. You are the authority that sets order in our life. And in Jesus' name, we declare you are not just our Savior. But you are Jehovah. That means you are our Lord. You are not just our Savior, but you are Yahweh. That means our Lord. That means you run us. Type that on the screen. God, you run us. You tell us what to do. You tell us when to jump. You tell us when to sit down. Father, we completely yield to you being our Lord. That means it is not what we want. It's not how we want to do it. It's not about our truth or how we see it. It is about your truth and how you see it. Like the word says, not our will, but your will be done. Your will be done. We live for you, not for ourselves. Forgive us for every selfish moment. Forgive us for every moment where it was about us. Forgive us for every moment where it was about other people or trying to get back at other people. God, 
In Jesus' name, we give you glory because you are Yahweh. You are Jehovah. You are Jehovah Maka. That means you are the Lord that shall strike. You're the Lord that disciplines us. Father, we thank you for disciplining us. Thank you for proving that you love us. You are a good father. And every good father will tap that tail of any son or daughter that he loves. Every good father will discipline his children out of proof of love. Father, wherever there is correction, there is proof of love. And so we thank you that we know that you love us because you have mocked us. You have struck us to correct us. Your word says that no father that loves his children will withhold correction. Thank you, Father, for what you withheld to correct. Thank you for what you released to correct. And I get some of y'all to just say thank you for correction. On every platform, say it on Uncommon, uh, say it on the Harvest Network. Um, thank you for correcting us, God. Thank you for proving that you loved us. Thank you for what you allowed to end to correct us. Thank you for what you allowed to begin to correct us. Thank you for who you allowed to walk out to correct us. Thank you for who you allowed to walk in to correct us. We give you glory for correction. In fact, God, we welcome correction. We thank you for correction. That way we don't have to waste time being out of order. Father, forgive us for every moment we wasted being out of order. Forgive us for every moment we wasted doing things our way. Forgive us for every day, every month, every uh, 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 time period that we wasted where we were out of order. Father, you are not just Jehovah Maka, but you are Jehovah Hosinu. You are Yahweh Hosinu. That means you are our maker. You are the potter. We are the clay. And we yield to who you are meant to be. Father, forgive us for fighting to be who we were when you were making us into something new. And Father, this one thing we do know, we forget those things that are behind and we press forward. We reach forward to those things. That are ahead in the name of Jesus. Why? You are hosting you. You are our maker. Come on. And he's making me better. You are making us better. We are better than we were yesterday. Better than we were last year. Better than we were last month. Better than we were last decade. We are better. Father, we are wiser. We are stronger. You have given us greater wisdom. The Bible says in Ecclesiastes that wisdom comes from sorrow. That means there's some things we had to go through so that we could get hip to. There's some things we had to go through so we could get hip to the game, so we could get hip to the process, so we could get hip to how it works. And we thank you, Father, for making us better. Father, not only that, you are Jehovah Sidkenu. You are the Lord, our righteousness. You are the God that makes us right. You make us in right standing with you. That means when we pray tonight, we can be bold. Why can we be bold? Because when we pray tonight, God, we know that we are in right standing with you. We are not sinners saved by grace. We're no longer sinners. You have made us righteous. Please type, I am righteous. You have made us righteous. That means we are in right standing with you. That means we can boldly approach the throne of grace and obtain mercy and favor and grace and blessing and opportunity and breakthrough in our time of need. Why? Because you are our righteousness. When you hung on that cross 2,000 years ago, you stood there or you hung there as our righteousness. You paid the price for our sins so that we, God, would not have to pay ourselves. You went through what we were supposed to go through. It was supposed to be us that was spat on. It was supposed to be us that was beaten beyond recognition as humans. It was supposed to be us that was betrayed. It was supposed to be us that was cast aside like trash. It was supposed to be us that was ridiculed. But God, you paid the price. You paid the price. And for that, we say thank you. And for that, we give you glory. And for that, we lift your name on high. In the name of Jesus, not only that, you are Jehovah or Yahweh Jireh. You are the Lord that provides for us. You provide our breathing. You provide our food. You provide our clothing. You provide us being in our right mind. You give us strategies. You give us ideas. You are the God, according to Deuteronomy 8 and 18, and you give us the power to be prosperous. Remember the Lord thy God, and you would give us the power to obtain wealth. You are the God that gives us the ability to go from the bottom to the top, from the back to the front, from the valley to the mountain, from broke to prosperous, from struggling to success, uh, uh, from sad to success. You give us the ability to do these things because you are our provider. Father, our job is not our source. Come on, let's pray. Our job is not our source. Our 401k is not our source. People are not our source. Our hookups, mm, holla if you hear me, are not our source. You are our source. Please release that. God, you are our source. So that's why we don't fear. That's why we don't have anxiety. That's why we don't have panic. That's why we're not worried about what Congress is doing uh, for those in other countries. That's why they're not worried about their parliament. That's why they're not worried about their king or whatever their system of government is. Why? Because the government's not our source. You are our source. And because you are our source, 
You said you own all the cattle and all the gold. The earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof. Everything that's on the earth, God, you have ownership of. And since you have ownership of it, we realize that we will never lack. Come on. We will never lack because you are our provider. Please type on the screen. I will never lack. We will never lack because you are our provider. And just like you did with Elijah, Father, when the brook dried up and the water stopped flowing and the raven stopped bringing bread, Father, you commanded a widow woman to provide for him. And when you wanted him to move to the next stage, you sent him back uh, to Ahab. And then there was rain again. Father, what's the point? That you will always provide. Father, you will always provide. And you've been doing it. You've been doing it since we were a child. And you will continue to provide for us. And for that, we say thank you. You are Jehovah Jireh. And Father, lastly, we thank you that you are Jehovah Rofika. That means you are our healer. You heal us from the top of our head and the soles of our feet. You heal the stuff that we didn't even know needed healing. You heal the stuff in us, God, that we thought we were over until it's in our face again. You heal the stuff that we thought that we had gotten past until we have to confront it again. You are our healer. Father, I speak healing into the lives and the body of every individual. That is on prayer tonight. I speak healing in the name of Jesus and I declare by faith that they will walk in the healing of the Lord. If you are a person that needs healing right now, please share this. If you haven't already shared this on every form of social media, please share this. But right now, if you're somebody that needs healing in your physical body, I just need you to do the hand with the emoji because I'm going to pray for you digitally and we're going to see a miracle in you digitally. Come on, just do the hand with the emoji. If you're on Uncommon Gospel Radio or the Harvest Network, I need you to just raise your hand in your car, raise your hand on your desk, wherever you are, raise it. I don't care if you listen to the replay of the podcast, put your hand in the air. Please follow these instructions. If you'll follow the instructions, you'll see the reward. Father, in Jesus' name, we send healing to the households of every hand that is lifted right now. You know the ailment, you know the infirmity, you know the disease, you know the issue. And just like, Father, we got scripture to back this up. The centurion said, I'm not worthy for you to come into my house, but if you will speak the word, if you'll speak the word, if you'll say the word, if you will declare the word, I know my tongue will be healed. I don't need you to touch them. I just need you to say it. So, Father, I use the example you set tonight and I send the word of healing to the houses of every individual that just raised their hand in the name of Jesus. And I declare that you would be healed. Whatever the infirmity is, I curse it now in the name of Jesus and speak healing into you now. I declare that praise reports and miracles, signs and wonders will manifest right now in the name of Jesus. I don't have to lay hands on you. I can send the word. I don't have to put the oil on you. I can send the word. I don't, uh, prayer cloth is, uh, and those things are good. Laying hands is good. Oil is good. Prayer cloth is good. But I can send the word. And in the name of Jesus, I'm anointed for this to send the word to you. To send the word to you and demand and declare healing to manifest in your house right now in the name of Jesus. Why? Because he is Jehovah Rafika. He is the Lord, your healer. He says he would put on you the same diseases he put on the Egyptians. In other words, he says, listen, that is for them, not for us. That's for them, not for us. That's for those that don't believe, not for those that do believe. So in the name of Jesus, I pray a hedge of fire and a hedge of support on Thursday. Please do the hand wave emoji on whatever platform you're on. Because you, on Thursday, you're going to see a different report. Whoever that is, on Thursday, you are going to see a different report. What you thought it was going to be, it is not going to be. That has turned for you. Your faithfulness has turned that around for you. Your consistency has turned that around for you. And we give you glory for it right now in the name of Jesus. Can I get everybody? Let's just take a break. Can I get everybody to just release a digital praise right there? Come on, I told you to focus in. We're going in. We are going in. But come on, let's just release a digital praise right there. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. We give you glory, God. We give you honor. We give you praise. We say hallel to you. Hallel, that is the highest praise. Hallel means to act the fool and we've acted fool for relationships we've acted fool for uh, foolish for people we've acted foolish for money we've acted foolish for acceptance but i think there's some people on prayer tonight that can say i owe god acting a fool for him come on i owe him acting a fool for him because i've been a fool for a whole lot of other stuff and i owe him being a fool i owe him that I owe him shouting and not worried about who's around me. I owe him throwing my hands up in my car and not worrying about who's looking at me. I owe him giving God glory at the office and not worried about who's looking at me. I owe him that because I've been a fool for a whole lot of stuff. But finally, 
I get to be a fool for God. I get to be a fool. I owe him that. I owe him acting crazy for him. I didn't act crazy for a whole lot of other stuff. Can I get a witness on prayer tonight? I, can I get a witness on prayer? Can, let's just take a moment. How many of us, you can be honest, there's some things that you have acted a fool for. That you've acted a fool for in some areas of your life. Can you type it on the screen if you're on social media? Uh, what's, what are some areas you've acted a fool for? Relationships? What are some areas you've acted a fool for? Because we owe him now. That's why I'm praising worship. Can I be honest with you? Can I be real honest with you? One of the things about um, people back um, in the building um, is, is that um, one of the things that's really important to me is atmosphere. And one of the things about having more people back in the building is the importance to me of atmosphere. And so on Wednesday, you saw me at a certain point. I didn't like the atmosphere. Not that it was bad. I just needed it higher. And so I said, okay, look, everybody stand up. And I shifted the atmosphere. Um, you'll notice that I've done that. And then on Sunday, I think at the uh, 9.15, shifted that atmosphere. Because one of the things that can sometimes happen is that we act a fool. I see relationships, money, relationships, sports, um, relationships, We've acted a fool for a whole lot of stuff. And sometimes when it comes to God, we want to kind of get, you know, get high and, and all of that and get extra bougie. Listen, listen, ain't nothing wrong with bougie, but something's wrong with bougie if your bougie keeps you from praising God. Something is wrong with all of that if it keeps you from shouting and hollering. Because you were hollering that that man wouldn't leave you, but you need to holler that Jesus has never left you. Shut your mouth. You were hollering for them kids to act right. But you, but listen, you, you need to holler that Jesus has always treated you right, even when you treated him wrong. Hallelujah. All right? So, if you're just coming in, I need you to share this video. We've got about 24 minutes left, and we're going to keep moving at this cadence of prayer. At this cadence. So, you see how we're going fast? So, we're going to move at this cadence of prayer, okay? The next thing I want to shift to um, is that um, in yesterday's message, and if you didn't watch it, please watch it. Um, Wednesdays is, is going to be just stupidly ridiculous, I think, um, to me. This thing is good to me because um, Sunday I taught you, Jesus said what? And we're going to cover these three things in prayer. Or uh, Jesus never said that. On Wednesday, I'm going to teach you Jesus, the message is Jesus said what? Some stuff that Jesus said that you're going to be like, did he really say that? Like, it is the controversial stuff that Jesus said. It's going to be amazing. Don't miss it. Wednesday night at 7 o'clock uh, Mountain Time, um, 9 o'clock Eastern Time. You can watch it online. All right. So I want to cover these three things uh, in prayer. Yesterday's message was called Jesus Never Said That. Um, and when Jesus and the Word are one. So everybody look at me. To get closer to God, that means I get in the Word. All right. A lot of people say, I just want to be close to Jesus, bro. All right, so then the way you do that is you get you get in the word. Like, like worship is not a replacement for the word. It's something we do, worship and the word. Worship doesn't replace the word. You have a lot of people now that like to worship but don't know word. God gets you to just put this hood word on the screen, both of them, B-O-F-F-U-M. For those of you who like to spell it properly, that's fine. Both of them, B-O-T-H space O-F space T-H-E-M. Right? Both of them or both of them. Worship is not a replacement for the word. So what happens, what happens now is you have a lot of people who they just want to worship. But when it comes to the word, this is why sometimes preachers aren't even um, preaching a whole lot of word or a lot of substance now because the people are infatuated with worship as if it replaces the word. What happens is it's kind of like a relationship where the only thing you do is have physical intimacy, but you never talk. If, if sex fixed relationships, there'd be no broken ones. I'm going to say it again. If sex fixed relationships, there'd be no broken ones. So if worship was a replacement for the word, then you'd, you'd never feel distant. Do y'all hear what I'm saying? Do y'all hear what I'm saying? And then what also happened, and I'm not criticizing any pastors. Y'all know I'm pro-man of God, pro-church. So it's not a criticism of a pastor's church. I'm just making a point. In addition to that, what happens is that the word, though, becomes sometimes one of the most difficult things for us to do because it requires focus. It requires focus. It requires focus. Can I get everybody to type that on every platform? Focus. It requires focus. It requires focus. See, worship, I can do this and this and this. About 15 minutes, 20 minutes, I know what's going to happen. The word requires me to let it sit. It's got to sit on me. It's got to sit on me. Okay? And so, John 1.1. 1, 1. In the beginning was the word, and the word was with God, and the word was God. God and the word are one. Verse 14, and the word became flesh. What's that flesh? That flesh is called Jesus. So literally the word wrapped itself. Everything Jesus ever said, everything Jesus ever will say became a body. 
Everything he has said, everything he will say became a body and that body was put on a cross. Then the word was beaten and it still survived. Come on. That's why he says my word will never return void because it was beaten and it still survived. It was bruised and it still survived. His word was pierced and it still survived. His word was literally set on fire and sent to hell and his word still survived. Did you catch that? Because he is his word. So to get closer to him, I need the word. If I listen, this is why we give you the podcast, the faithful giving of the people of Harvest. That's how we do it. The podcast and the YouTube channels and the uh, the Facebook and, and all of the different things that we do. The Harvest channel. All of these things. Periscope. All of that is made available. One, because of the faithful giving of the people of Harvest. But two, it is because that's how you get closer to Jesus. It's worship and word. It's not either or. It's not either or. And so sometimes people say, I just want to worship. No, but you need word though. You need word. Because the worship is for him. The word is for you. Glory, glory. All right. Come on. Let's get in this Bible, pastor. No, you need to lift your hands. Shut up and lift your hands. Stand up and lift your hands. I can't stand when people just sit there. Like, well, what did you come for? Like, what did you, if you're just going to sit there and look and not worship, then what are you doing? Like, if you're just going to be closed mouth and look like you were baptized in pickles, what are you doing? Lift your hands, open your mouth, and worship. I need both of them. Come on, worship and word. Worship and word. Worship is for him. The word is for you. All right? So I want to pray. Because sometimes when you feel far from God, um, you want to worship. And that's good. But you need word right there. You need word right there. So what I encourage you to do, let me just give you this real quick before I move, is to have... And see, somebody said, I fall asleep sometimes reading the word. That's awesome. But, but notice, again, it requires focus. It requires focus. It requires focus. It requires focus. Okay? And so um, I want to challenge you to have a cadence, a, a cadence of it. Okay? A cadence. What do you mean cadence? Like a daily routine of how you get the word. So, um, for example, I encourage you to go to sleep watching messages. That's the let your spirit be filled with the word. Put it on that Harvest channel, put it on the Harvest YouTube, put it on the podcast, whatever, and go to sleep with it. You don't want to do that? Do it when you're exercising, but actually exercise every day. Don't say I'm going to do it when I exercise and you don't ever exercise. Can I challenge everybody tonight? Just your first homework tonight off of prayer. Set a time where you are daily listening to the word. For some of you, it's going to be all throughout the day. For me, it's all throughout the day. I got to have that word reverber. I got to hear it all around me. Do it all that, but have a cadence. Got to have a cadence. I need a word right now. No, you baby, you always need a word. If it's a relationship, it should be regular. God, this is prayer, but I'm preaching. If it's a relationship, it should be regular. I'm going to say that a third time until I see some of y'all type it. If it's a relationship, it should be regular. It's not like, oh, I need a word right now because I'm stressed. Boo, you always need a word. I need a word right now. I'm going through. Man, sir, dude, bruh, cuz, son, daughter, ma'am, sir, you always need a word. You always need one. And ain't a, ooh, I just am really, really mad right now. I need a word. You always need one. Maybe if you were getting a word, you wouldn't have gotten mad. If it's a relationship, it should be regular. Okay? So I'm going to cover that in prayer, that you build a cadence. And after prayer tonight, I want to challenge you to have a cadence. For those of you that don't have a cadence, it's got to be more than just Sunday and Wednesday. It's got to be an everyday thing. And can I also challenge you here? You have to be careful. If you're going to eat at a lot of different tables, you, you may get indigestion. And sometimes what happens is you're eating, you're eating, whoever your pastor is, that needs to be the, that needs to be, that needs to be your thing there. Like that needs to be, boom, this is what I'm getting. Because if you're eating at a lot of different tables, you can sometimes run the risk of indigestion because, um, because you're being served something that is prepared, but it is prepared Mm, from, mm, yeah, you can just get indigestion. I'm going to leave it right there. All right. Let's cover that in prayer. Father, in the name of Jesus, we pray that we would grow closer to you through your word. That we would grow closer to you through your word. So give us a hunger for your word. We need worship and the word. We need worship and the word. We need worship and the word. Worship is not a replacement for the word, and the word is not a replacement for worship. They go hand in hand. They go together. So in Jesus' name, Father, we pray in the name of Jesus, God, that we would grow closer to you through your word. You are your word. So to get closer to you, we need your word. To get closer to you, we need your word. So, Father, give us a hunger for it and give us a cadence, a daily, regular routine of when we eat. Just like we eat naturally, we need to eat spiritually. 
The Bible is referred to uh, as the bread of life. Uh, it's referred to as the bread of life. So we need to eat this bread of life every single day. Give us a cadence. Give us a cadence on a daily basis of how we eat. And sometimes, God, when we're training for something big, like in the natural, if we're training for a physical competition, that means we need to eat more. So, God, when we're in the midst of stress, we're in the midst of panic, we're in the midst of frustration, we may need to eat more. But don't let us be found guilty of not eating. Do not let us be found guilty of not eating. Do not let us be found guilty of not eating. Do not let us be found guilty of not eating. Do not let us be found malnourished. Do not let us be spiritually bulimic. That means we always throw up what we eat. I feel like praying at night in the name of Jesus. That means when it's time to use it, that we dispose of it. When it's time to use it, we don't have it because we got rid of it. We rebuke spiritual bulimia and we rebuke spiritual anorexia. That means that we're not eating at all. That means that we are pale. That means that we are weak. That means that we do not have the strength that we need. We rebuke spiritual bulimia and we rebuke spiritual anorexia. In the name of Jesus, and we declare, Father, that we will not be found guilty of not eating, that we would feast on the bread of life, and that we would eat, and that we would eat well. And it's in the name of Jesus, Father, you said that we should make our delight in the law of the Lord, and the word of the Lord. That's what our delight is in. That's what our focus is in. In Jesus' name, we pray. Everybody say amen right there. Guys, if you haven't shared yet, I need you to share. We've got about 14 minutes. We're going to keep this cadence of prayer. So I want to move very quickly. What's up, Pastor Man? I want to move very quickly. Three things that I taught you in yesterday's message that Jesus um, that Jesus never said. The first one was God works in mysterious ways. The Bible doesn't say that. Can I get to somebody to say that's not in the Bible? That's not in the Bible. That is not in the Bible. So for those of you who grew up and said, Lord works in mysterious ways. No, he doesn't. Isaiah 55 and 8, God says, my thoughts are not your thoughts. My ways are not your ways. As the heavens are higher than the earth, my ways are higher than your ways. My thoughts are higher than your thoughts. So God is not mysterious. He's just different. And it will always be a mystery if you don't know how he works. He wrote a tell-all book saying, this is how I work. This, we got to feast on the word. This is why, for those of you who don't subscribe to the podcast, subscribe. Those of you who don't subscribe to the YouTube channel, subscribe. Those of you who don't get any messages, get them. Come on, get that cadence. Um, and so in this, his ways are different, but they're not mysterious. The word shows us how he works. I want to cover in prayer the things where you thought God was being mysterious, but it's simply because you didn't have a word to match what he, how he worked. You didn't have the word to match how he worked. You didn't have the word to match how he There are things that we have said. Like one of my new favorite sayings um, that y'all have heard me say often is every delay is to our benefit because I have watched God do that. I have watched the Lord literally use things that I thought at the moment and at that time, I thought that they were things that like, oh my God, why is it taking so long? And then in hindsight, I am grateful. There are deals and things that I was working on pre-coronavirus pandemic that I'm so grateful they didn't happen because had they happened, I would have been, I would have overpaid. For some of you, you just need to thank God. Can I get you to say, thank God for my delay? Because the delay kept you from overpaying. There's some stuff you wanted to buy and it was like, it didn't happen. There's some, oh God, I just heard this loud and clear. There's some of you where you were planning on purchasing something and, and the process you were planning to use, the person never got back to you. Who was that? Wave at me. Who was that? Somebody, you on prayer tonight. Wave at me on a social platform. You on prayer tonight. God says, literally, I shut that down because you were going to overpay. Because I was going to use what was getting ready to come into the world to bring that down for you. You will not overpay. Shut your mouth in here. You will not overpay. Um, where do we see this in scripture? We see it over and over again. But one of the things I like so much, um, I, as I and I did it on prayer several several weeks ago, um, it, about it, with Paul, that there were these delays. Paul was trying to go one place, the Lord delayed him. He was trying to go to another place, the Lord delayed him. He was going to another place, the Lord delayed him. God kept delaying him. Because where he was going, there was something that was waiting on him that was trying to destroy him. Like he wanted to go to Asia. Asia means to go outside of the plan of God. That's what the word means. He wanted to go to Mysia. Mysia is the place of the Achilles heel. Right? It means it's the place of your greatest weakness. Do y'all hear what I'm saying? Your house. I see you. Right? Um, and so um, then there was another place he was trying to go. And as he was trying to go there, that wasn't Paul's territory. That was Peter's territory. Uh, interestingly enough, he went to all of those places later, just not then. And for many of you, um, God's 
what seemed mysterious wasn't mysterious. It's just you needed a word to match how he worked. So my prayer is going to be for every area of your life. Come on, y'all ready? For every area of your life where it has seemed like God has been working mysteriously. My prayer tonight is going to be that you get a word to match how he was working. And for some of you, you're going to go back and listen to one of them podcasts, one of them Harvest podcasts, one of them Harvest messages, one of those Harvest YouTubes, Facebooks, and you're going to listen and it's going to be the word you need to match how he worked. Y'all ready? Let's go. Father, in Jesus name, we pray right now, God, that you would give us a word to explain how you work. You would give us a word to explain how you work. In the name of Jesus, your ways and your thoughts are higher than ours. They're not mysterious. They're just higher. That means they're better. So we ask you to give us the word for any area where it seems like you've been mysterious, for any area where it seems like you've not been clear, for any area where it seems like you've not been direct, for any area where it seems like you've had us on delay, for any area where it seems like you've had us like an airplane circling around the airport, but you never let us land. Father, give us a word to explain to us how you were working. You are not trying to be mysterious. You are not trying to uh, uh, hide something or shield something from us. You are the God that protects us. And so we ask you for a word. Mike, did that? I could throw this chair out of that window right here in the back corner of Mississippi, right there off of that one. Give us a word for how you work. In Jesus' name, amen. My God. Ooh, that's good to me. God, that's good. Okay, let's move to the next one because I'm almost out of time. The second thing that we talked about in the message yesterday, and again, um, can I get a few to type this on every platform? Text Harvest to 59769. That way you will be able to get uh, yesterday's message and you can get our podcast. You can do all of that. Text the word Harvest. Open a text message. Text the word Harvest to 59769. The second thing was money is the root of all evil. That is not in the Bible. That's not the Bible. In fact, to be honest, it's the lack of money that creates a whole lot of evil. If you want the truth, let's read what the scripture says. First Timothy 610, uh, God's word translation. Certainly the love of money is the root of all kinds of evil, not of all evil, of all kinds of evil. Some people who have set their hearts on getting rich. What's your heart in scripture? It's your mind. Lab in the Old Testament, card in the New Testament. It means your mind. They set their mind on their money. Question, what is your mind set on? What is your mind set on? What is your mind set on? You ever met somebody that the only thing they were thinking about is how they're going to get some money? That's the only thing they think about. You ever met somebody like that? You ever met somebody like that? You ever met somebody but they would lie to somebody to get $5? They would lie to somebody to go over somebody? All right, listen. It's so important that we get this principle because it says some people have set their mind on getting money. And listen to me, for those of you who have you have set, you make your decisions based on money. Can I be honest with you? You love it. You love it. I know that may be rough and tough, but I just need to give you the truth. If you have set your mind on money, that means you love it. That means you love it. And the Bible says this, you cannot love God and man. Mammon is the love of money. Mammon is not money. Money is not good or evil. Money, money does not good or evil. Money does, it's not good or evil. What you do with it determines that. It says they've set, uh, uh, you cannot love God and mammon at the same time. Which means I cannot love God and love money at the same time. Money. You cannot love God and money. If you set your mind on getting rich, here's what the scripture says. Some people, not all people, but some people, they have wandered away from the Christian faith and they've caused themselves a lot of grief. That means a lot of loss. Okay. Which means the reason we want to do well is so that we can be a blessing. Got it? The reason we want to excel is so we can be a blessing. Because can I tell you something? You can have a lot of money, but money ain't going to fix crazy. Money don't fix bad attitude. Money don't fix sloppy. Got it? It just it just makes it more sloppy because you got more money to ruin. Y'all hear what I'm saying? So what we're going to do is we're going to pray that our mind is not on our money, but our mind matches his mind. That's what the scripture says. And let this mind that was in Christ Jesus also be in you. See, when your mind is his mind, you'll do what you're supposed to do and money will find you. Favor will find you. You don't have to chase money. I don't chase money. I don't chase favor. I don't chase opportunity. Those things will not chase you. Or excuse me, you will not chase those things. Those things will chase you. I need you to stop making decisions simply because you're trying to get that dollar dollar bill. Got it? You are not, you are not sister cash money. All right? 
Okay, how, to, how, how are some reasons that you can know that you're in love with money is that if giving is a struggle for you, if giving is a struggle for you, then that means you're in love with your money. How do you know that you love money? Um, if every decision that you make is predicated upon you checking that first. Now, I'm not saying you don't use good principles, but if everything you do is about that. Okay, some people you won't look at certain job opportunities because oh no, child, the money got to be right. That's true. The money does need to be right. But what if the opportunity was more important than the compensation for the opportunity? Did y'all hear what I just said? What if the opportunity? There are things in my life where I, I remember taking opportunities, and I, and taking those opportunities from a financial standpoint, it made no sense to take that opportunity. But from the opportunity standpoint, it was everything. It was everything. It was everything. It was everything. God, if I had time to tell you, I, I would share some testimonies with you. It was everything. I want to cover that in prayer. We're going to keep with this cadence and then we're going to move to this last one that really blessed me. All right. Do not be in love with your money. Do not be in love with your money. You got it? If you fight with God over a $200 seed, boot, you love your money. And $200 is not enough to be in love with. We shouldn't be in love with any amount. Don't fight with God over money. Got it. Don't make that the only thing that's your decision. Some of you all, some of you single folks, you date people based on money. Now, I'm not saying I ain't saying you're a gold digger and I ain't saying you should mess with a broke joker. <laughs> I ain't saying that. What I'm saying is this, though, is, is, is that that cannot be the centristic motive and motivation and driver for what you do. It cannot be that because if it is, if it is, then that means you're in love with it. Y'all ain't talking to me. So we're going to pray that our mind is not on our money, but our mind is his mind. That our mind is on his mind. Y'all ready? Let's pray. Father, in Jesus' name, we pray, God, that our mind, the mind that is in you, will be in us. You said, God, let the mind that is in Christ be in us also. So in Jesus' name, we ask you for your mind. God, give us your thoughts Give us your will. Give us even your emotion, God, about situations, about circumstances. We refuse to be in love with money. Money is a resource. It's not our source. You are our source. And we refuse to love money. We refuse to love money. Father, we're thankful for money. We're thankful that we're blessed to be a blessing. We're thankful that we uh, uh, that you're the God that causes us not to struggle. We're thankful that you're the God. Your word says that the blessing of the Lord, it makes us rich. Father, uh, the meaning that we lack nothing, we're shalom, nothing missing, nothing broken, nothing lacking, all is well. Can I get you to release that on the screen? I am shalom. But uh, give us your mind about it, though. Father, we refuse to be in love with money. We are not in love with money. Money is not evil. But we are not in love with it because it is the love of money. That is the root of all kinds of evil. It's the love. It is not money itself. So, Father, we receive because we're faithful givers. Come on, y'all. Let's go. We receive money. We receive people giving to us. We receive unexpected checks in the mail. We receive unexpected bonuses. We receive unexpected cash apps. We receive unexpected deposits. We receive unexpected inheritances. We receive monies being opened up for us. We receive getting a better deal on property we sell. We receive getting a better deal on cars we sell, on leases we release. We receive uh, banks finding us and giving us money. We receive wills and inheritances being opened. We receive, but we are not in love with it. Come on, please put I receive on the screen. We receive it, but we are not in love with it. In Jesus' name. All right, my God. Woo-wee. Jesus. Jesus, Jesus. All right, here's this last one. This is the good one, all right? I got I to gotta hurry up. This is the good one. This one's so good to me. Here's something that's not in the Bible. God will not give you more than you can handle. That is not in the Bible. In fact, God specializes in giving you way more than you can handle. He always gives you more than you can handle. He always gives you more than you can handle because you need him. If you can do it, you don't need him. So he gives you more than you can handle so that you need him. Can I get you to type that? I need him. I need him. I need him like a fish need water. I need him like Ben need Jerry's. I need him like Hagen need Don's. I needed him. I need him like uh, Tia need Tamara. <laughs> right? You catching it? Like, I need him. We need him. He specializes in giving us stuff that's way too heavy, that's way too complicated, that's way too deep. That's what, he, he do, that's what he does. That's why we need him. 1 Corinthians 10, 13, good news translation. This last thing, and then we're going to drop this nap. It says, every test that you have experienced is the kind that normally comes to people. 
Right? So what you deal with is normal. He says, but God keeps his promise and he will not allow you to be tested beyond your power to remain firm. So God says, you're going to stay firm. Look at this. At the time you're put to the test, he'll give you the strength to endure, which means when I start, he gives me strength. He does not give me strength before I start. And the second piece that's true about this verse is this, is that um, is that if he's got to give me strength, that means it's too heavy for me. Are you getting this? If he has to give us strength, it was too heavy for me in the first place. So he, that's why he had to give me strength. It's like I tapped out and then he tapped in. God, I don't know who needs to type that on the screen. God, I tap out. Some of y'all, God is like, would you tap out, please, so I can tap in? If you don't know that, as many of us, you get overwhelmed just looking at it and you never start. We're going to cover this in prayer. Guys, if you haven't shared this yet, share it. Uh, and then after this, we're going to drop the net. What does that mean? We're going to invite people to come to the Lord tonight. Father, in Jesus' name, we thank you that you give us strength once we start. You do not give us strength looking at it. You do not give us strength contemplating it. You do not give us strength in consideration. You do not give us strength in worry. You do not give us strength in rumination. You give us strength once we actually start. So in Jesus' name, we ask for forgiveness, God, for being mad that you put more on us than we could handle because we were never supposed to do it by ourselves. We were supposed to tap out and let you give us strength. And when we start, you give us strength. When we start, you give us strength. And so in Jesus' name tonight, God, that's what we thank you for. That's what we bless you for. And that's what we honor you for. In Jesus' name, give us strength. Tonight, guys, on every platform, if you need to become a Christian, recommit yourself to the Lord or be sure tonight, I need you to respond. I need you to know that this is your moment. I need you to know that you are not watching prayer by accident on the Uncommon Gospel Radio Network, on the Harvest Instagram, Bishop Foreman Instagram, Harvest YouTube, Bishop Foreman YouTube, Harvest Facebook, Bishop Foreman Facebook. If you need to become a Christian tonight, tonight's your night. 2,000 years ago, God stepped in the body and died so that you and I could have life and life more abundantly, and tonight's your night. So on the count of three, if you need to become a Christian, recommit yourself to the Lord to be sure that you do the hand with your emoji or say, it's me. One, two, three. I need you to respond right now. One, two, three. Respond right now. The hand wave emoji and say, it's me. There's at least three of you tonight across these platforms or on this podcast or on Uncommon or on the Harvest Network. There's at least three. And to become a Christian, recommit yourself to the Lord or be sure. I need you to do that hand wavy emoji or say, it's me. Come on, do that hand wavy emoji or say, it's me tonight. I will wait on you. I'm going to count 10. I will count nine, eight. I'm waiting on you. Seven. Come on, respond. Six. I'm waiting Five, come on, say it's me or do that hand wave emoji. Four, three, two, come on, one, come on, keep responding, respond. I see you, respond, respond, respond. I need everybody, everybody to pray this with me, everybody to pray this with me across every platform. Everybody pray with me. Say, Father, in Jesus' name, say thank you for dying in my place. Say, because of this belief and because of this confession. If this is my first time praying this, that you came and you died for me so I could have life and life more abundantly. I thank you that if it's my first time praying this, come on, everybody sit with me. I am now a Christian. If I was far from you, I am reconnected to you. Great days are here for me right now in Jesus name. Amen. Listen, I need you to continue to respond. If you did not do the hand wave emoji, say it's me. If you became a Christian for the first time tonight, recommitted yourself to the Lord. If you like Bishop Foreman, I don't know where things stand with God and you want to be sure. I need you to continue to respond with the hand wave emoji or say it's me. While you're responding, last thing I want to do is say this. Is that if you want to sow into prayer, prayer is a blessing to you. You should be, you should bless what blesses to you. I want to encourage you to sow into prayer. How can you do it? You can go to harvestchurch.church and you can go forward slash give. Uh, you can use the pay, uh, the cash app, Harvest Church Give, or Bishop Foreman with the number one. Uh, you can give that way also. You are also welcome to give through the. Um, um, through PayPal, uh, Zelle, Venmo, all of that is hello at harvestchurch.church. Hello at harvestchurch.church. I, mean, I was going to say if you see the V, but I don't have on my B ring. I have on my Alpha Omega ring. But if you, when you see the Harvest V, I don't have anything V. When you see the Harvest V, you'll know that's the place you're, post, you're supposed to be. So I encourage you to sow into prayer tonight and bless what blesses you. All right. Uh, pray for me. I'll be returning to uh, Denver tomorrow afternoon. So this is a quick trip. I'll be returning to Denver tomorrow afternoon. Got my five-fold class tomorrow night. I'm excited about that. And uh, oh no, what is it saying? Do the poor connection. Oh no, 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 no. All right. All right. So go ahead and sew. It is saying that it's reconnecting 
Oh no, it's just that it's reconnecting over here. It just went, it just went off. Wow, ain't that something? The devil is a lie. Ain't the devil a lie? Anyway, so guys, go so I see y'all coming over here on the Harvest Instagram. It just literally, it just, it just, just paused itself, saying it was a poor connection. Anyway, love you guys. Having an have an amazing, amazing. Uh, evening and now it won't let me post it. Oh wow, ain't that some? That's a mess. Anyway, I know it says it's paused. Y'all see it? It's black screen. Ain't that a mess? Anyway, uh, so in the prayer. Love you guys. See you on Wednesday for church. Have an amazing night. Go so harvest church that church forward slash give harvest church give or uh, or bishop woman uh, with the number one. And I see you guys hopping over to the uh, harvest church Instagram. Um, it just says there's a problem. And it's a black screen. So anyway, to God be the glory. We're going to keep it moving. Love you guys. Have an amazing night. Thank you. It's my mom. Yes, it is. It is my mom. Love you guys. Have an amazing night. Shalom. We all know a guy who only occasionally shaves for big occasions. And it's because that occasional shave really hurts. It's the time of year for big occasions. And yet there he is suffering with that cheap drugstore razor. Let's help him out. Henson Shaving's line of razors built with aerospace precision deliver a smooth shave your dad, brother and even son can enjoy eventually with replacement blades just 10 cents each. You'll buy it once and they'll use it for life. How's that for the perfect gift? Celebrate with 100 free blades on your first purchase and no subscription headaches. HensonShaving.com slash holiday. To those who visit Mickey D's for their favorite breakfast item and then go somewhere else for coffee, give this Mickey D's brew a second chance. The glow up was real. Try any size iced coffee brewed with 100% Arabica beans for just 99 cents until 11 a.m. And pair it with a savory sausage McMuffin with egg for $2.79. Prices and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. -ba -ba.